Join us live on Facebook at 7 p.m. on Friday, December 16th for the Chad Duke Show Holiday Hootenanny. The evening will contain our Secret Santa, a Christmas-themed bean boozled, exclusive Christmas ornament and shirt availability, beer shotgunning fails, giveaways, and special guest bartender Will the Thrill will be in attendance to help spread the excessive Yuletide cheer. So tune in to the Chad Duke Show on Facebook at 7 p.m. on Friday, December 16th. Friendos, today's episode and every day's episode of the month of December is brought to you by Hot Man Ted. That's right, the hot tuna. Thank you so much to Ted for sponsoring the show. We can have more than one sponsor, so if you'd like to go on over here feeling in the Yuletide cheer, spirits moving through you, go to ChadDukeShow.com, click the Donate tab, slide us the old proverbial C-note, well, nothing proverbial about it, the actual C-note, and you too can be a sponsor. Thank you to Ted, and thank you to all of you for listening. Friday, Friday, got a G on my day. Hallelujah, hallelujah, it's Friday. The weekend's here, and we'll have a kid of me. We'll relax, hallelujah, hallelujah, and take off our slags, hallelujah, hallelujah, and sit around the house, and our Rotten underway. Hallelujah. Hello, friendos. Toast name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes Radio Show. It's not Free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number 385 645 5375. It's Miller time. What is that, Lil? Twelve hands in a row. Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hotel. Alpha Delta. Yeah, Dukes. Dig it. There, but for the grace of God, do it. boy it's your pal jimmy J. got another free show for you guys let me tell you though nashville is amazing i know you got all the recaps and all the all the shenanigans it is me <laughs> ridiculous the drive sucked bucky's awesome the 27 hours that i was there a whole lot of fun the overnight drive back and then straight to work, and then straight home, and then pulling up carpet, and then getting some sleep. Not the best, but it was a great time. Ant-Man, Joe, Dukes, Monk, Neil. It's it's such a fun crew to hang out with. Speaking of Monk, though, Monk's Barbecue, located at 251 North 21st Street in Percival. Go check out Monk's Barbecue. It's at Monk's Barbecue on Twitter. We had a really fun week of shows. Uh, we did another Tuesday through Friday schedule for you guys because, of course, Monday was the travel day for the boys. You know, not not me, but the boys. So Tuesday night, that was Dukes, Gigantor, myself, Ant-Man, Joe Soup, and Neil from Grand Slam Barbecue. They tried. They tried and tried and tried just to recap the Nashville trip, but then every time you took a turn, it turned into the dumbness that is Jim Jester. Again, so very sorry. Uh, there was a night out at Tootsie's, some late night antics, and the trip to Bucky's was teased, but they didn't quite find time to fit that one in on Tuesday. Wednesday night, same crew. 
Dukes has Ant-Man and Joe go through their notes of all that took place while down at Nashville. They finished up their recap of the trip itself. Uh, we took a look at uh, what some people are calling Hallmark Channel's favorite bully, Jim Daddy. All right. If you haven't seen my senior picture, go to my Facebook or just go to Chad Duke Show on Instagram. It's there. And finally, the full recap of the wonderland that is Bucky's. Thursday, Dukes had Loud Goat come in, and they did episode 22 of The Fastest Hour in Radio. Covered a whole range of the top stories in their world. There's a new Adam Driver movie coming out, the NFL concussion issues, Domino's Pizza tipping customers. That sounds amazing. And how could you not talk about the sale of the Commanders? But all of those, many, many more, really, really, really fun show. And then earlier today, we had a ninth installment of Shoot Solo. Chad went through a rabbit hole of the world that is It's a Wonderful Life, gave his thoughts on some recent Tom Brady comments made on his podcast, and he answers all the listener emails on Ask Shoot. We're also going to get the voicemail worked out. I'm going to get with Tor. We're going to get that figured out. If there are voicemails, please keep calling. I promise you, we'll get that worked out for you. What I got for you guys today, though, that special, special place, Bucky's. I got the boys' recap of their visit to that store. I pulled out a couple of fun stories from the fastest hour in radio. But to get you started off, and it was the, the, the biggest thing this past week, our Nashville trip. We finally got back to the studio. And if you don't follow us on social, here it is. The best barbecue in Virginia can only be found at Monk's Barbecue in Percival, Virginia. Check them out at Monk's BBQ on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and at monksq.com. Tor, where should we? I wanted you said you had questions. I wanted you to start with one question, and then we'll try to start knocking down some of this stuff that uh, I had written down. I'd say a, a chronological question: uh, the drive down, uh, the behavior okay. of those within your car. Because I know Jester drove alone and Monk flew. Yes, uh, uh, those that you were driving with. I'm assuming Ant Man and Joe and you in the in the, and Neil and Neil yeah. in the car. I had. Uh, I had rented a uh, a suburban to make sure that I didn't want to, I I purchased my pickup truck so I didn't feel like uh, putting all those miles on it and then um, Neil was very subtly telling us that he wanted to ride down with us so I realized like well if I'm gonna have four people it can't be in the truck so I'll get a big rig and we'll throw it in the back and it's not Neil's fault because then we have enough room if we buy a bunch of shit mm-hmm. which I knew we were going to Bucky's and I knew it was Christmas so I thought we're probably gonna buy a bunch of shit right. Um, the drive down was pretty good, actually. Uh, Dave Testa, who joined us in Nashville inexplicably, Dave Testa, the weirdest guy I know. Um, <laughs> Dave Testa said, "If I have a ticket to the game, I'll fly in from Texas." And I was like, "Testa, they're playing the Jaguars. You could probably buy a ticket for thirty bucks. What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> uh, but then I guess shaking, he bought him a thirty dollars ticket. So then he flew in from Nash uh, from Dallas to Nashville, um, just for that. And I felt bad because we only saw him for a few hours. I think. Oh, no, no. We saw him at the beer garden, and then he came back to the hotel bar. Yep. Yeah, he didn't last long at the hotel bar. Neither, he neither was did you, shit-faced. You know who else didn't? Dukes. <laughs> <laughs> he did talk more than Jester, though. And Neil. <laughs> see, see, here's the problem. If you want... The way to sidetrack this whole show is to just say Jester's name. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fast forward through the drive down because sure. we I want to talk about Bucky's and I want I want to get to everything. Jester didn't say one <laughs> fucking word the entire time he was in Nashville. 
Usually I'm just used for that when the tab comes. Like he just, <laughs> poof, he's like Mysterio. Um, he approached, I don't know, do you, you don't play, you went in Yahoo fantasy football. Yeah. Like if you win, they give you gold status, silver status, and you get get up to platinum status. Yep. He has reached platinum status of not paying for shit. Like it's, <laughs> it's unfucking believable And I'm, and I think everyone's amenable because they know his situation, but it's just, he does it in ways where somehow he is the biggest person in the state, but when the check comes, he's as small as a mouse. <laughs> like, you don't even see him. Like, somehow he just, he turns, he evaporates into the... Shapeshifter. He's a skinwalker. Jester is a fucking... He's a, he's a uh, fried chicken skinwalker. <laughs> I wish he turned into a skinwalker sure. in that stadium seat. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> None of us were, none of us are small, right? Like, not no. one person there was small. <laughs> Neil locked in next to me, and I, poof, the BTU shot through the fucking roof, and I'm like, <laughs> if me and Neil are putting off this much heat, what are Jester and Ant-Man putting off right now? Because <laughs> Ant-Man's thighs actually fuse to the sides of the seats in the fucking, yeah. Jim, <laughs> there's a picture of Jim. They took him up to the rooftop bar, <laughs> presumably to throw him off. <laughs> We tried that when that glass was real thick. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Boom! Sir, what are you doing? This is mercy killing. Could you please just... We'll take three Miller lights. Boom! <laughs> I love fucking Jim. <laughs> I don't even know how to tell you what a giant piece of shit Jim is. Like, I, oh. I love him so much. I love him. But, like, he, he has no clothes. He showed up. He's wearing the same sweatshirt he was wearing down at the beach. The lint balls on this sweatshirt <laughs> are so fucking big that they actually tried to hire like the, the, the razor scooters. And I was like, Jim, I can't go to work. He should just pick off some some lint balls and roll down the fucking street of Nashville. And, get back. and I'm like, God damn it. We got to get him a fucking we got to get him a sweatshirt like he doesn't own a sweatshirt. He'd shaved his head. OK, that's uh, he'd shaved. I think he brushed his teeth. So, like, he took, he checked some boxes that he didn't use to check. And I got to give him credit for that. He's very pleasant. Like, whenever he's around, you look at him, he's got the dumb face and the, <laughs> the fucking bald head and the big, you know, and he, he just built like a fucking, you know. Yeah. He's always doing a stupid little oh, dance. God damn it. <laughs> so, put the camera on me, Jester. I'm going to show them how yeah, you yeah, dance. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> He won't do it. He won't put the camera on. He'd rather die. That, do it again, Joe. That's exactly it. Only he's standing, and he's in the middle of the football stadium. Yeah, blocking two rows. So you turn around, and like, it's getting hot in here. He's on a jet. He's feeling it. Okay. But Tor, it's like he's this enormous 48-year-old 40, man, and then like he's, he's dancing like a 13-year-old doing a TikTok video, and you're like, what the fuck is going on with this cat? Tor, he didn't say a word the whole trip. There, there was at one point, where I, I pulled off a really great prank that all these guys got emotional about. We'll talk about that, too. <laughs> I'm looking at Neil has the puss on his face. He looks like an African mask. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hanging on the wall. Big, groupy fucking. He wasn't drinking. Sure. And by the way, this motherfucker got mad at me for pulling a prank on him. He got up in the middle of a football game that I paid for and just walked around laps around the concourse. <laughs> just walk laps. We didn't see him for an hour. You was trying to check it out? or yeah. We already been there! <laughs> What are you gonna check out? There's where the Miller Light is. There's the team store. Oh, fucking great! He's got the African mask puss on. I look down at Jim. Jim's asleep. Jim fell asleep in the fucking stadium. Oh, that's a bad look. That'll get you on TV if you fall asleep at a football game. And it's just me. And it's fucking. And I think Joe. I forgot who was there. Everybody else was like doing laps around the fucking Congress. And I said, these guys, they should have just stayed home. They would have had more fun. They weren't interested in football. Not at all. Okay. Um, 
which is fine. But like you know, the the point of going there was a yeah. a football game. So I, I look over at Jim. I'm like, Jim, wake up. It's <laughs> 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 like DMX fucking warming up for a song. <laughs> 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 I told my wife this. I think I tweeted it out. I went from not knowing people could snore while they're awake uh-huh. to having 70% of all of my friends snore while they're awake. <laughs> Ant-Man, Joe, Jester, and Neil all snore while they're awake. Just like <laughs> and Ant-Man does it non... I'll get to him. I wanted to kill him. He Here's what he does. If he's on his phone or he's vaping or he's just uh-huh. sitting there with the underbite fucking... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He goes... <laughs> I can't even do it. <laughs> For 10 hours! Well, we've, we've caught him on the show multiple times doing that. I, not, not for 10 hours yeah. in the fucking car! What's going on there? <laughs> well, I, when I'm... Di- I can't... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I go, hey, man. Breathe! <laughs> Please breathe! And he's like, oh, I, I just must have... I don't know. I'm holding my breath or something. I can't multitask, so when I'm focused, I hold my breath. <laughs> and I don't know when I started doing it, but I can't stop. <laughs> so somehow his fucking phone is hooked up to the Bluetooth in the truck. But he oh, won't God. stop looking at Facebook and Etsy oh, and fucking oh, that's, you're eBay. You're the fucking worst. So like we're listening to a YouTube video and it turns off. He's like, I don't know how this happened. I'm like, would you fucking put the phone down? Is someone playing music at the party and then they go check a story and it's, oh. it's just messes with the music? Yeah, that's the worst. It was. It never ended. <laughs> Last year, the drive back felt like it was half the time. This year, it felt like it was twice as fucking oh, long. My God. Twice as fucking long. <sighs> Jim didn't say a word for two days. I mean, well, first of all, let's 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 back. He up. wasn't even there two let's days. <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna. I don't know how we're gonna get through this. Jim, so Neil, <clears throat> myself, Joe, and Ant Man did the smart thing. We left nine a.m. on Friday. Pretty good, yeah. I went early. I picked up the truck. I brought it back. Boys showed up. We load up the truck. By the fucking time, I forget, well, Joe was late. Yeah, I, I was not. Don't late. forget about oh his parking. God. I was oh not late. God. I, we we're never, get, we're right never getting night. through this. It's, we're never getting through this. This is the, this is before we've left. Maybe we should just do a part one and part two. <laughs> Fucking kid shits his pants. Shows up in my house, and I live in like a normal neighborhood, right? Yeah. There's single family homes. Mm-hmm. There is enough room out in front of my house easily for three cars to park. Yeah. Neil comes in. I'm like, hey, man, do you mind moving up a little bit? He's like, no problem. Moves his truck up. A-Man comes in, nuzzles in real tight under Neil's tailpipe. That's a theme that would reoccur throughout the trip. (laughs) Joe pulls in, and because of reasons that we all know that I can't say on this show, he sees the parking space and goes, fuck this, and goes and parks in front of my neighbor's house. So he comes in, he's got a million bags, his fucking clothes are falling off. He's, well, he's just hanging out uh, for like an hour, right? right no, it's four fucking oh. days. Four <laughs> fucking days his car is going to be there. I got Joe. Joe, can you please pull your Saturn Ion in behind fucking... By the way, the car that Joe has already totaled twice. Oh, God. Can you please just pull the car in behind Ant-Man's? I, I don't want... I don't want your car in front of my neighbor's house. Like, if my car parked a car in front of my house for four days, I'd be pissed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he goes, there's a trash can. I can't do it. There's a fucking trash can, Dukes, bumper clock, everything iry. And I said, I said, Joe, move the trash can. Just move it to the right a little bit. The trash guy will come. 
So he's up there, and it's fucking, I'm not kidding, it's Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels in the ladder match. <laughs> fucking a king of the ring. He's wrestling with this fucking trash can. He can't, <laughs> he can't get the fucking wheels to move. It's going down into the gutter. And I'm watching him like, how the fuck, how does he get pants on and get to work every day? Like, how does he do it? Finally moves the trash can. Gets into the ion. I, it's it's some car. Uh, no one no one owns this car. Well, I'm, what I'm, happened? I'm the, well, hold on. Well, you were going to happen. Happened. What? what? Uh, there was a ditch there. Oh, spoiler alert! All right, stop uh, it. You're, you're uh, ruining the punchline. You'll get a chance to have the, the venue, right, though. You get a chance. Everyone has can refute everything. He fucking pulls in, and there's like there's the little ditch like for water to run in yeah. in front of my house. He drives the car down into the ditch. Oh. It sounds like Gravedigger just jumped off of a fucking ramp in my like that. That's what it sounds like. Lush. Sounds like Benny Alvarez wants to have lunch with you. He crunches it. We all hear it. We're like, yeah. oh shit, that's gonna be a fucking problem. I wouldn't have even gone on the trip if I drove it in. The, if everyone heard me crunching up my car, and it was a hybrid, so we're like, is he gonna be leaking oil or battery acid yeah. all over my front lawn? Like, am I gonna be able to sprinkle kitty litter on this thing and sop it all up, or is it gonna be a fucking hazardous waste? And EPA Walter Peck's gonna show up. So Joe comes in, he's screaming and yelling, "I told you I couldn't park there! I told you!" And I'm like, none of this is our fault. None of it. <laughs> He could have backed in so easy. I, I guarantee that car has a backup camera also. He doesn't. 100% chance. It's like a 2021. We learned he can only parallel park if he has two car space so he can pull in forward. He can't back in. There wasn't enough what space. Is Seinfeld here? He, there yes, there was. You yes. fucking back in. Just there was and space. Mike out in yeah. front. <laughs> I'll die out here. <laughs> Joe, it was fucking embarrassing. There wasn't enough space. And yet, you the, guys car, are liars. And yet the car was there <laughs> for four yeah, days. I had, to, I had to fucking park it and go through the fucking ditch and break my car in order to park it there. <laughs> you could have backed in in parallel park. Like no, there was not enough space. You back into the driveway and then you just pull in nice and fucking easy. Fucking Ant-Man's truck taking up all the fucking space. You swear it's Ant-Man's truck. Yeah, yeah, it's you swear truck. it's Ant-Man's truck. Oh you swear he owns the truck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, we have some... Right, who's drinking beers tonight? Is anyone drinking beers? And I had the white hunt, well, little Hyundai. <laughs> Mr. I'm not going to drink tonight is, is crack the couple, so... Oh, oh. It, <laughs> yeah. But this ain't man doesn't have the balls. J Jester, you're not drinking? Yeah, he can. Uh, he hasn't done shit. Yeah, for you us. know what? No offense. He he owes some fucking drinks tonight. Mark Borger needs to get two to start the fucking night off. If you don't mind, please. Mark Borger is a fucking man. Thank you so much, Eric. Don't worry, you be comfortable, bro. Just keep chilling. Keep chilling, bro. Don't even worry about helping us out. You sit there looking like a cat burglar, you weirdo, fucking motherfucker, weird ass fucking. Like cat, burglar, cat burglar, motherfucker. <laughs> Lions fucking up my whole weekend. Look at him. He's like shooting a fucking grappling hook onto a third floor to get in and steal the jewels. <laughs> Little Eric came here dressed like Catwoman. <laughs> Fuck out of here. You look like you asked him to like help you fucking move to go, yeah. the, go in the back and get a couple of 12 ounce beers. What's wrong with that kid? Where'd he go? Where, where the fuck did he go? I don't know. Did he go to the Miller factory? He's got one beer in his hand. He's got one beer in his hand. I want to point that out to everybody. Can you go back? Go get some beers. Is this? Yeah, I Eric, go get some several. Go get he can't figure it out. Ant-Man, why did you take the beer? He was going to hand it straight to Jester. Give it to Jester. Give it, give it to Jester. Jester, come over here on the mic. Tor's going to go get your beers. We're going to figure this out. It's an eight-man process to get beers up here. Holy shit. This, how are we going to get through all this? I don't know. All right, come on, Jim. I'm going to need some more beers. Did you get to sleep yet, Jimmy? Hey there, boy. Hey there, uh, boy. Yeah, I got about six hours. When? Uh, last night. So six hours and what, 48? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm t I'll mercy kill you, Jim. <laughs> I swear. You just give me a wink and a nod. I don't even think we'd need him to write a release. I think no. we could just play clips of this show and yeah. be like, Your Honor. Your Honor. Yeah, he said. Oh, you, he, you, 
not guilty. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we're giving you a grant. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> That's the case. Are there any other husbands in Jester's situation that would like to be mercy killed by Anthony Pizzo? <laughs> Uh, if you don't mind, this is for uh, Mark Borger. Mark Borger. Incredibly generous. Hey uh, there, boy. Excellent. There we go. Thank you, Jimmy. There's no name for Jim, unfortunately. Don't but... that mic, please. Yeah, please. 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 <laughs> You're not on the same night, right, Tori? You can put it out of your brain if it's earlier. Jimmy, don't you fucking do it. Jimmy, don't, do it. <laughs> don't, don't do it, Jim. Don't do it. Oh, oh, <laughs> almost puked. That's some respect, right? You guys respect each other. You're coworkers. I don't. I don't know. I think I might would have rather burped into it than whatever that was. Yeah, that was. He had some sort of histrionic. Fit. Yeah. There he goes. There goes Jim Daddy. I love him. I love the guy. I he love him he too. Look, you know what he looks like? The capital P. <laughs> That's hurtful. That's a hurtful statement. <laughs> it's so fucking spot That's on. That's a really hurtful statement. <laughs> That's some funniest shit I've heard all day. <laughs> the capital P. <laughs> You're a people's drug. Yes. He looks like the P of the people's drug site. If somebody can please Photoshop just Jim standing profile into the people's drug logo. That's next year's Christmas ornament. I swear to fun guy. I swear for Lord. Uh, you on the drinking tip too, Tor? No. Yeah. Well, oh, you got the big dogs. Yeah. Uh, uh, for the holiday hoot manny, I will request twelve ounce beers. For please. Oh, we don't have any twelve ounce beers back we, there. We, no. We need twelve ounce bush light apples. If anybody can figure it out. I think we might have some over there. Getting a lot of requests for the holiday hoot nanny. A lot of you motherfuckers we don't see coming up here on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday nights. But we'll 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 figure that out. Are right, you ready, big man? Yeah. We gotta go ahead and take care of Bobby Double L. Brawny. <laughs> Ronnie Double L is what I'm going to start calling him. Dude's a fucking mensch. Can't say enough about this guy. Him and Mark Borger grabbing that baton. That's the backcourt you want, Tor. Yeah. You want to win a champ? You want to win the Easter Conference? You get those two in the backcourt. You're going to fucking win. They'll take you to the Elite Eight for sure. No kidding. Thank you to Mark Borger. Thank you to Brawny. Oh, I'll say cheers to Matthew Burke. Thank you so much, Matthew Burke. For you all right, bud? God damn. Are you going to pass? That was ice cold. Ice cold, ice man. Cold. That's the only way I bring the beers, ice cold. And I'll tell you what, you put a bit of a stoli vodka in that stoli vanilla, it'll knock you on your ass. You know what I mean? I'll tell you what, I have a wobble Wednesday. I have people come over, bring case water, case soda. It's all I ask. I provide all the weed, provide all the food. It's all I ask. These cheap sons of bitches come over. They don't bring nothing. Mm. That was a great impersonation. I've heard that rap so many yeah, times. I've heard it a few times myself. I love that rap. I'd rather listen to that than like Skitter do Simple Man. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean if we get Bruce up on stage to fuck you just talk about all the problems with Wobble Wednesday, that's a $15 ticket right there. Oh, boy. All right. Thank you to uh, Matthew Burke, Mark Borger, and Bobby Double L. Um, what, um, before we move on from Jim. So we leave Friday morning. Joe bottoms out his car. <laughs> we drive all the way. I could have uh, gone home right after that and been completely satisfied. It would have been. You know what? Thinking about the rest of the weekend, we should have just said, fuck it. Let's cancel the hotel. We'll just fucking go over to play some pinball over at the Whole Foods or whatever. Um, we, we, we go to Bucky's. We go to Weagles. I get the meatloaf sandwich. Like It's, it's, it's a drive, but it's, it was fun. Neil would pick like a live album, then I'd pick a live album. We're listening to like the oh, Almond Brothers live at the Fillmore, listening to fucking 100 Year Hall. Tennessee Hole. Road Trip, Spotify. At the Tennessee Road Trip. Joe was actually singing fucking Alabama songs in the oh, back. I love that part. That's the, worth the, the price of admission. So we were having, I don't know, you cross the state line, you're like, oh man, this is great. It's, it's fun. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, I understand monk flying, but what there is tour is that there's comfort built in we are arriving in arizona around 7 p.m friday night where we 
go to a brewery. We have uh, my guy, what's his name? Trey from Tailgate was there. Uh, we have food, drinks, go back, check into the hotel, relax, go to the bar. Saturday is a day filled with activities. We're going to the arcade. We're going to all the fun places. Yeah, made a plan, got all this. Made a plan. We had a plan. There was one night we didn't have a plan and everything went to shit, I got to say. I'd like to fuck with Neil, but the one night we didn't have a plan and we got yeah. fucked up. Everything got That's fucked it. up. Um, this motherfucking listener found us an up-down, and I'd like to give him, uh, it was nice of him to come out, but he told us to go to a bar that was right next to the Grand Old Opry on Opry Night. And the line to exit to that location was substantial. Yeah. So eventually, where do we end up? I forget. Oh, the worst bar in America. After Ant-Man told us to go to a speakeasy that we didn't have a password for. <laughs> well, with the Ant-Man bars, I saw Ant-Man take a, a really bad photo. Uh, where at? Bar. Uh, it was... It was one of the nights, and Ant Man just took a photo of a bunch of random people in a crowd in a in a pack. That's bar. a bad. That's a bad. Oh, picture, that was yeah. Tootsie's. That's me. Oh, yeah, that was, was Friday night. Oh, um, I gotta give them mad proper. Why? Well, I, I don't know how how you feel. Driving just fucking takes it out of me. So yeah. after we drove ten hours, I had to go up to bed. These guys went up to the rooftop bar mm -hmm. on our hotel and kind of looked down on Broad Street, and that's where all the honky tonks are. So I guess you guys you actually went honky tonking. Yeah, we went down to uh, Tootsie's. Uh, we went to the place next to Tootsie's. We went to Alan Jackson's, which is where... AJ's uh, Good Time Bar yeah, and Grill, I believe Where uh, there were some prostitutes there. Wait, hold on. Um, Don't then, get... We gotta, uh, then we on. left there, and we had some dirty dogs off the street that were just fantastic. I like and that. I almost died trying to walk up the you hill to the hotel. You think Eric Stolansky is the fun police? Neil is the fun police. <laughs> if there is fun to be had, he is going to spray a hose down all over. That fun is going to cease immediately. So we'll get to the hookers. Um... <laughs> and then Sunday, of course, is football day. So we go watch the Titans, who we thought maybe had an interest in playing football, but they mm -hmm. they did not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Boy, there are a lot of Jacksonville Jaguars fans. I'm just going to say that. And I, I realize now that Tennessee is is very similar to Washington in that people use people from shitty places use that area as an excuse to go see their football team. Mm -hmm. So the Bills always brag about how much they invade uh, Nissan Stadium. But it's like, well, you live in Buffalo. You have a horrible life. So. Right. Um, that that happened, but this was Jacksonville. I mean, there were a lot of Jacksonville a ton fans. of them, yeah. And if they're a losing team, like they're not good, uh, it's pretty well. Well, if you're gonna go see that dude play quarterback, well, he played his. Uh, I sent Tor over a story for tomorrow's show. Uh, Trevor Lawrence had his the best day of his career against the Titans on Sunday. <laughs> oh my we God. drove a thousand miles to fucking watch. Um, so th then we go out that night, and then Monday is the day where we all pack up and we get back in the car at 9 o'clock and we, we head back to the Commonwealth. So there's, you know, tour, there's hours and hours and hours and days and days and days in between when you're making that drive. Right. What you don't do um, is you don't make that drive on a Saturday and then leave Sunday afternoon. You, you, don't, <laughs> you don't do that unless you're running from something. Um, now, if you got, I mean, you, you've, you've had warrants out, right? Yeah. You've had the man after you. Yep. You probably would travel 10 hours in one day and then 10 hours the next day if you thought the law was waiting around the corner. Yeah, I've, I've actually traveled 20 <laughs> hours in one day. All the what way. were you on at the time? Uh, a lot of methamphetamines. Sure, sure. But I went right. all the way to upstate New York at right. the Canadian border and all the way back to Richmond. <laughs> right. But you weren't just on other people's food and beverages, were you? Oh, no, no, okay, no. Because no. that's all the gesture was running yeah. off of. <laughs> Jim arrived. Um, <laughs> when did he arrive? Like 2 o'clock? On... Yeah, about 2 o'clock. So he must have left his place at... 4 a.m. or something? Because it's got to be like living in Hell House LLC at his <laughs> fucking house. Like, the only thing I can think of is to, to, to want to get away that badly. Yeah. 
that you leave at four o'clock in the fucking morning. But but like not the day before. So here's what we can't figure out. Jim's not being honest with us about his job. Like he clearly is about to be fired for incompetency. And because of that, he can't take a fucking sick day. And he made up this Matrix like story. Yeah, I heard um, it. I didn't understand. Did it. you hear the Matrix story? Yeah. Where what like the architect is telling you that you got to rebuild Zion. But is he a part of the program? Yeah. And like. None of it makes any sense at the days, all. The days I had vacation, but they didn't transfer, and I got to do this, and I, I, I heard it. I didn't understand. By the time he got through the story, I was so confused that I just said, you're right. I'm done. Let, let me <laughs> let me sum, summarize the story, though. Jester tried to tell us that he's such a good worker that on his days off, he was working, and he forgot to put them <laughs> his days off, so now he doesn't have any sick days. Yes. What that makes no sense at all. I know, but it and, was real compelling when he told us. Or, or I was so fed up with this bullshit, I just wanted to, <laughs> to be done with it. <laughs> it was because we're sitting there like Jim, just fucking call. Tell him you got COVID. Like, or tell him you think yeah. you have COVID. Yeah, like Blew what's out the, a tire? Anything. His fucking plan was to drive the world's oldest car <laughs> with with fucking you know paper clips around a, a yeah. wheel well as tires. They pulled it together, all that. 10 hours to Tennessee, and then after the football game, after he's been drinking, after fucking, you know, <laughs> then he's going to drive back. Keep in mind, he stayed at the wrong La Quinta Inn. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of being right by the stadium, there's a big, beautiful La Quinta Inn in the fucking parking lot of Nissan. He's up by the airport, which is an hour outside of town. <laughs> we drove past it, and we were halfway to Bucky's. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> If you want to become a Chad Duke Show Facebook subscriber, it's very, very easy. Head to the Chad Duke Show on Facebook, hit the subscriber hub button, and follow the steps to gain access to the secret supporter group chat and get the bonus show video backlogs. I was hoping you would start, because I saw your big pile of stories, uh, with that Adam Driver movie. Okay. Any chance you can do that? Yeah, I have no problem. I have no problem. I with a request. The, I did the dangerous bit where I sat at a red light with the phone in between my legs watching that trailer on the way here. And I have some... <laughs> which, by the way, don't do, please. That's a stupid thing that I did. Um, but I have some thoughts on it, so I wanted to uh, share them immediately. Spoiler alert. Cool. Now time is winding down. As time keeps slipping away. Yeah. Now I'm in the mood. Nice. See, now I'm ready. For the fastest hour to truly begin. That's right. It's time to vape some weed and drink some cough syrup like it's a cocktail. <laughs> all that fun stuff. Exactly. I, like I mean, do. that's yeah. usually on my checklist no matter what. That's I mean, right. that's a Wednesday night for me. <laughs> um, so, movie trailers have been seemingly just hot and heavy over the last two weeks. A lot of big ones. It just feels like it's a, a barrage. And one that came out, uh, what did it say, Wednesday morning, I think it was. It might have been Tuesday evening. Uh, but in between that time period was a movie, a trailer for a movie called 65. Terrible name. Very, very nebulous name, yeah. which, you know, I guess, you know, you gotta come up with something. I guess it's better than just a one word adjective. So there was 23, um, which is the horrible Jim Carrey yeah. serial killer movie. Then there's, now, was that the number 23, or was it? I'm not sure. Uh, this is where Jim would check it, if he was inclined to do, but we'll have to wait and see. And there was also that one that was just like nine, which yeah. was that little Fucking play animation, little robot, robot or man, steampunk gear. Yeah, was it like a sack man or something? I don't something know. Something like that. Like, yeah, it was. It was, was a, that a Tim Burton movie. I think it was a Tim Burton coaching tree movie. Okay, all right, that makes sense. Yeah, Sean McVay. <laughs> yeah, and that's sort of off Matt yeah. LaFleur. Yeah, I get that. It, uh, the, yeah, the guy who did uh, 
Coraline. It's one okay, of those. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, but I'm just trying to remember other just number movies, you know, because there's 47 Ronin, of course, it Magnificent was six, Seven, yeah, was 61. Was the uh, the Roger Maris oh, yeah, movie? That, that's a good one. I'd forgotten about stuff though. like it is the number twenty three. It is the number twenty three. Okay, very good. God damn, boy, Jim Carrey hated being beloved, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody hated anything like Jim Carrey. Let me get wacky. Everybody on the planet loved him, and he just drove him insane. Let's get wacky and bum everybody out. Yep. So the movie starts. The trailer releases for sixty five, and and the first thing you see is Adam Driver in a spaceship, and. Hey, imagine this. Something goes catastrophically wrong. It's hit by an asteroid or Can't something. Can't see that coming. And, you know, all hell breaks loose and he crash lands somewhere. And this is where I go, okay, this trailer could go in a couple of ways. It's either going to be incredibly vague right. and leave a lot of room open for anticipation, or it's going to lay out literally everything that happens, at least as far as the huge story points in the movie are concerned. And. The supers, the the little interstitials with with text on top of them, say sixty five million years ago. Sure, the search for Earth, or what, and it's like, oh, okay, so he crash lands on Earth during the time of dinosaurs, which was a bummer to me because I don't think you had to give that away that's in the trailer. The, that's the big reveal, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's mean, the big twist where maybe I'm watching that thinking he's on an alien planet, but it's actually Earth sixty five million years ago. That would have been fun to find out. While watching the film. Yeah. There's a Twilight Zone episode where a guy crash lands on an alien planet. And the whole episode, you're going, oh, my God, what is this guy ever going right. to get home? And it turns out, oh, he's named, he's found a woman. And, oh, it's the two of them are the only ones on this planet. Oh, look at that. And Rod Serling comes in. And you may know them as Adam and Eve. But that's the big twist at the end. Right. So having this be in the trailer in your face, it's like, hey, okay. I guess I hope the action's good because that's all you got left. Would seem kind of stupid if it was during the course of the movie. Yeah. As I think fair to say. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, I liked the trailer, though. Like, I, as far as something that is good for me personally, mm-hmm. um, shooting laser guns at fucking dino riders is one of my favorite things <laughs> as a kid. Laser guns and um, dinosaurs, never the two shall meet. Like, I feel like we have had a, a lack of... Of that, there's been some terrible movies made. Well, you could just stop right there. Yes, yeah, there have been. There have but- been. There was one called the fuck was it called? Where um, they travel back in time. The sound and the sound of thunder, I believe, is what it was oh. called. Where they accident they're they're traveling back in time to see the dinosaurs and somebody steps on a butterfly and so then they come back into the fucking it's all over and then there's dinosaurs. But it always is like some sci-fi rubber dinosaur looking bad CGI horse shit. This looked like if Jeff Goldblum and Sam Neill had plasma rifles. I will say, yes, the the visuals are very impressive. It looks like they have taken advantage of the advancement of cinema technology over the last uh, 20 to 30 years as far as dinosaurs are concerned and just run with it. It does look cool, and I think it's one of those movies that will be a lot of fun to watch, but it is kind of a bummer that they took that big reveal away. And I wonder if that's just a... If that was like a safeguard, because you know as soon as it comes out, as soon as the reviews start, it's going to be like, oh, hey, guess what? Dinosaurs. They're yeah. on Earth. And it's just, oh, all right, thanks. Now, this guy's biggest, what I've seen, like, the, the Quiet Place is what they keep pimping for him during this um, this trailer. Mm-hmm. And the guy that wrote it wrote Quiet Place, but he also wrote a movie that I don't know that I ever officially demanded that you guys watch, but he wrote a movie called Haunt which is a found footage Haunted House movie that is not Haunted House LLC or Hell House LLC. And it is fucking terrifying. Like oh. It is a scary, borderline torture porn 
horror movie um, that I really, really think is strong. And but it stops just short of the torture porn. Yeah, line, there's some pretty so grisly still, shit, okay. but it's not you know it's not just there to do it. Collector, yeah. I'm, I know Dotson beats is me too, but that's not my thing. <laughs> He's um, not even here. It's okay. And then I think the other guy that's doing this did. Um, uh, Baby Driver or Logan Lucky or one of those kind of stylistic chase movies or what have you. So it's like they've got a good team Mm -hmm. working on this thing. Where are you at on Adam Driver? I think he can do just about anything. Okay. Uh, I am actually a fan of the variety of roles that he's taken he's on. He's great in Logan Lucky, just in, playing kind of a redneck. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That was a lot, That was a movie that kind of snuck under the radar, I think, for a lot of people. It got a lot of promotion right up front, and then it sort of just faded away. I think it was a bomb. Um, yeah. It, it, it was, I can see where it's not necessarily something that everybody's going to like, right. but I enjoyed it. Very much. It and reminded me of a less over-the-top cornball version of like Ocean's Eleven or something like yeah. that. The remix, of course. Yes, very um, much so. But yeah, I think Adam Driver can pull off just about anything he puts his mind to. I don't like him as Kylo Ren, and I I feel like as soon as he's in a spaceship, we're immediately, okay. you know, that's kind of what we're thinking about. But he's a good actor. Yeah. Um, it looks good. It looks like a video game. I mean, that, that's the thing. Is like I like a movie that is treated like, oh, I could if I was playing this, this would be a fucking gas. Like I remember playing Dino Crisis back when like Resident Evil came out, and there was a bunch of clones of those t- coming out. And this gives me at least a a little bit of a, a reference to that. But okay, there's the debate. I saw that uh, Darren who does the website. He was like, oh man, this trailer is great. And I'm like, it's great, but it's not just that they reveal that they're in the past. The fucking whole movie's in the trailer. I mean, you see them crash. You see the beginning, a middle, an end. I'm assuming a cu- there's, they show the, the big Tyrannosaurus a couple of times. I would imagine it's one of the climactic battles. Yeah. Man, they just give you they give you a, a whole bunch of it. And I'm real worried about this, Coke, because this is something that happens all the time, that that was most of the dinosaur shit. And the rest is him just having this kid whine at him in the woods. Ooh. Cause yeah, that's the, an angle I hadn't quite thought about. I think about it all the time. I, I understand. Yes, we have had discussions about the, the focal point of movies with children in them <sighs> over, over the years. I read an article that you would have appreciated so much. It was um, an interview with Ron Howard. And uh, it was when the pilot for the Andy Griffith show was being shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and his dad was on the set. And his dad went up to Andy Griffith. And he said, hey, man, um, what if Opie respected his father and realized that his father knew more than him? Like, do you think that would work for the show? Because what they were comparing it to, it's contemporaries at the time, is the kids, like, you know, the dentist, the menace. I was going to say, like, a Leave it to Beaver. They're shitheads, and they're constantly causing problems, and usually it's for comedic effect. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why Opie in that show is very different as they move on because they decide that's the direction to take that character in. Wow. And for me, he seems way more well-rounded than a lot of kids in TV shows. And also, it's almost refreshing because it's so rare to see. So that kind of encapsulates what you know you were just referring to. Yeah, that show would have been wildly different if Opie had been you know, the wacky scamp, right. the way that kids his age had been portrayed in a lot of other sitcoms at the time, because it wouldn't have fit in with the entire Mayberry aesthetic either. That would have been, I, I, I sh- some of the stories you hear about the evolution as they were creating the Andy Griffith show, it, it, it just makes you wonder, like, what would that program have been if it had gone the way it had initially been conceived? So. But it's also very strange. The only time they ever mentioned the mom is the pilot. Like, it never is mentioned again throughout the course of the show. And it's, 
it's the only like you have this single father in the middle of this town, which was very rare. The mom right. is dead, and there is not a mention made of her. Yeah, that's not the focal point of their existence. Very weird. It's just okay. Well, here we are. And here's Aunt so. B, and she's she's got pies every day. And like, right, <laughs> she's be, delightful. Go ahead, donk mom off if you got to. If I may coin a phrase, <laughs> till she gets taken away by the darlings in their hillbilly cabin. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, oh, that was a deep cut. Yeah, um, sorry, sorry. Um, when does the movie come out? Do you know? Does it say? You know what? I, I didn't check that. I didn't see a release date. Oh, there we go. Uh, March 10th, 2023. Ah, we got a piece. So just yeah. just around the corner in some respects, but enough that it gives it some breathing room. Very good. All right, well, check the uh, check that Haunt movie out. I think everybody will yeah. uh, dig that. It is a li- little grisly, so if you're not into that sort of thing. All right, we're getting... Jimmy's on a pitch count tonight. But okay. Screw him. This is your time. It's your time, Jim. That's right. Jimmy gets two stories tonight, Goat. Okay. Basically, it's like a relief pitcher. You get two batters. You better get us out of this fucking inning. <laughs> no pressure, Jim. No pressure. I don't feel pressure whatsoever. Generally, no. God damn it. <laughs> feel pressure to get home and start ripping up that floor well, in you. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I take that back. It's just Woo, a certain boy. kind of pressure. The All feedback, right. Goat. The feedback. There's, oh, my God. There's pressure. Sorry, Jim. Not as much pressure as the NFL is under, though. For another concussion issue going on. Oh, yes. We saw Tua earlier in the season go through the drama he went through with them letting him continue to play. I guess, and I know this is going to shock you guys, that my knowledge is lacking in certain areas. I don't believe it. I didn't realize that the NFL had spotters to physically look at the players as they're getting up. What's funny you mentioned the Tua thing because that was one of the main... Uh, results of it is they were going to do a better job of having people watching the players to make sure if they were exhibiting the symptoms, they immediately went into the concussion protocol. So I wonder how you would miss that if you featured that part of the that story. That is completely news to me. Wow, I'm so sorry. You. Also, that there's brown mustard. That was completely news well, to Jimmy as well. You know, it's, it's a week for revelations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you talking about uh, the receiver that got... Uh, yeah, Devontae Parker yes. went on Twitter and he said... Uh, Get y'all's fucking job at NFL. Thankful for my brother was aware of the situation and then tagged Nelson Aguilar. Yeah. Uh, do you know what the story is, though, to tell everybody in the listening audience? Yeah, yeah. So he was uh, he ran a slant pattern, called a pass. He Who was, did? Uh, Devontae Parker, okay. sorry. Uh, it was uh, Monday Night Football against the Cardinals. Uh, he got slammed down on the ground. Ball popped out. Uh, the only reason, apparently, the, the Patriots ran up to get on the ball to make sure, just in case it was not – complete that they could run the next play because they called it a complete pass and um he was wobbly getting up troy aikman noticed it and said it on the broadcast he couldn't get up on the line yeah right. oh wow and so nelson aguilar took a knee to try to get the refs to say oh we got to stop play because maybe there's something going on here and they weren't going to do it the only reason that's they interesting is because wow. they challenged the play i get it um and of course it's everyone likes kicking the shit out of the refs in any sport goes or but it's i, I don't the NFL is such a bang bang. I mean, you sit there and watch it live. Like the second the play clock starts, it's unbelievable how much of this thing is timed out. Like when they're walking up the line and there's three seconds left, you're like, oh, there's just no way they get the ball. Right, right. And they do it every single time. There's so there's eleven guys on each side. There's subs coming on and off the field. It would. I mean, you want to do the best job you can, especially if a guy is wobbling around all over the place because that's terrifying to look at. But. I don't know, man. They're going to miss shit. They're going to miss get this happening to guys, and I don't think we can sit there and clutch our pearls and act like it's not going to continue to happen. You just got to try to do the best job you can. I can see where there's a lot going on, so it's hard to keep track, but there are guys whose job is dedicated to, sure. if they see anything like that, sending up a flare and calling a halt to the right. action 
or getting somebody out of the line. I, I think the only reason I know that spotters are part of the show is because of uh, social media, because sure. usually that's you'll see the beat reporter for whatever teams are out there be like, oh, concussion spotters have ruled that so-and-so has to go to the quiet room for evaluation or something along those lines. It does seem interesting, especially in the wake of the Tua situation, which was not exactly a small story. No, it was huge. Uh, that they would have they wouldn't have already been hyper vigilant about anything like that. And I guess even if it's just somebody who has the TV feed on watching to make sure the broadcast is up to scratch going like, Oh, Aikman just pointed something out. Let me get that down. But again, if it's the scramble to get a playoff because it was a close play that could have gone either way that you're trying to get the snap off before the challenge can come in. It's a pretty unique set of circumstances. That's a, yeah, there's, there's a lot going on and everybody's mostly focused on getting the up to the line and snapping that ball. I don't know if you saw the guy that fought uh, Patty the Batty this past weekend. I forget his name. Um, but he was bitching about the decision. Everybody was bitching about the decision. Okay. Like they were saying like the, the, the judges got it wrong. And Dana White came out and said, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I've been at this for 20 years, and I have no idea what those judges are going to do. Like, I have no fucking oh, clue absolutely. Predict yeah. what they're going to do. So if you don't want this to happen to you, you've got to do more to try to finish the fight on your own terms instead of letting it get to these creeps. And I think a lot of that goat every – I don't know how it is in hockey, but with football, every single week, I'm like, what in the fuck are these guys watching? And then sometimes it'll go to New York, and, yeah. I, and they're, they're reviewing it, and I'm like – what in the fuck are you talking about? You, you're you not seeing what happened on the field. Well, I think the the most infuriating part for me is is when they go to the quote-unquote rules guy yeah. on the on the broadcast team, and it's always one guy says one thing, and one guy says, well, I could see this going either way. They make this call every week, and, I mean, you can see the ball is definitely moving before he reaches the ground, so they're clearly going to call that back, and they're going to say this, but there's a chance they could not, and then, you know, there's always room for interpretation. I I feel because like we th don't, those shitheads are in cover your ass mode yeah, the second you throw it to them. They're not there to tell you what the right call they is. They are the epitome of being for against yeah. something. It's just they they never – it's making a fist is the hardest thing ever. And also, it's like kind of, you know, weather reporting. Uh oh, whoop, got it wrong. That was, yeah. that's, that's what I would have called. There's so, no ramifications. Yeah, it's a little different in hockey. It's a, There's a lot less to review, and usually it's either – by a coach's challenge or it's something that's so clear that like Toronto, like the, whatever the head office will call in and say, Hey, we got to take another look at this. It doesn't happen anywhere near as often as it used to. And it's usually only centered around scoring plays. So many judgment calls yeah. in football. So much stuff that is just inherent to whatever the refs are feeling or whatever they're seeing. But it is, it is bizarre to me that as sports fans, especially those of us that bet on sports, we're so just resigned to, well, they're letting them play today or, Oh, they're calling yeah. the game tight. It's like, no, no, call the game. Like, call the game the way it should be called. Like, come up with a set of rules and stick by them. Now, I know there are some specific rules in college football that cause a lot of consternation. Was it the targeting yeah, thing? Yeah, absolutely. And, but one of the things I do like is that they have that cursory review of every play where somebody watches it for a second and goes, hey, wait a second, we got to take a closer look at this from the eye in the sky looking at it on a giant TV right. as opposed to hoping that you know the referees are slow enough that you can get a look at it before throwing your challenge flag. Or It seems like if you're going to have replay, do it. And if you're not, like maybe just let it roll. I'm I, not I sure. I get rid of all of it. I, I, yeah. I cannot believe the NFL is just it's, – it's this unbeatable juggernaut. There's things about the NFL I hate. Mm -hmm. They'll stop play – 
for just minutes and minutes and minutes on end while referees meet and then they're looking at videos and it just takes forever and you're nobody tunes out. I'm like, I don't know how in any <laughs> other fucking form of entertainment you'd be like, oh, I gotta find something else to watch. Like you're watching your favorite TV show, you'd fast forward through different parts of it. And you're like, I just don't know how they are able to get away with how much they just put the squealing air brakes on the action all and the time. And it still baffles me that they look at it on an iPad. On the side of the on the oh, side please, of the field, please. It's not a, an iPad. Don't call. Oh it an no, that's iPad. true. Excuse me. Look at it on a Surface, Surface Pro. Yes. On on the side of the on the side of the field, as opposed to you know a hundred and twenty inch four K television in a room with you know a TV the size of a barn. You should look at it on that thing right. in the Fox Studio is, that is, they all stand in front of. Is, is Tom Brady ever broken a Surface? No one's ever made a joke about that while watching football. Motherfucker. He <laughs> might have. Humorless asshole. Might have. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> look at you, Jesse. You lived to survive to another story. Well done. Well done. Congratulations. Right across the plate. Time is winding down. Right, like Sidney Poem sings. <laughs> the right room for that. Yeah, I know. I, I know my audience. <laughs> um, all right, this is fun. Um, I think we all are fans of Domino's. Can I say that? Yes. I enjoy pizza. I have no problem with Domino's whatsoever. There's, of course, better pizza out there, but... There's worse pizza out there. I ain't no fucking snob. You bring me a hot box of Domino's, there ain't much better out there as far as I'm concerned, but they're having, I guess, some of the same problems that every place is having. That's hiring anyone to do anything, um, combined with the fact that no one ever leaves their house anymore because everything gets delivered. Domino's is firing back. I didn't even know they did this, um, but I guess this is the second time. They ran a mm -hmm. similar carryout promotion earlier this year, I guess during the Super Bowl. They're going to tip you three bucks if you go and pick up your order for takeout. Um, here's the quote from their senior vice president. We know the effort it takes to get up and leave the house in pursuit for hot and delicious pizza. Domino's diehard carryout customers really like carryout heroes and to show our gratitude, we are giving them $3 to use on their next carryout order. Uh, the $3 tip is redeemable for online carryout orders placed the following week, which is a little, you know, hanky. Minimum purchase of five bucks before tax and gratuity. Can you have an order that's five bucks or less at Domino's? Or a Diet Coke. I guess, yeah. I mean, or a bottle of soda. Domino's is... May I, Jester? Please. But expensive. It is. <laughs> and I like the product. Like, I, I I like their sandwiches. I like the chicken things they have. I like the pizza. So, like, I order a lot of it, but it's it'll be $38 if, just for me. Here's what I thought was wild. 19,500 dominoes in this country. Do you want to shoot a guess as to what their third quarter profit was for this year? You said there's, there's almost 20,000. Yes. Oh boy, I, I I couldn't even fathom. Profit, it's, by the way. Profit, not revenue. No. Okay, so profit. Let's say like uh, two hundred million. That's high. Okay. That would be incredible. It's one hundred point five million. Okay. But that to me, with DoorDash and mm -hmm. Uber Eats, and by the way, all the Marcos is blowing up everywhere. Hungry Howies is spreading all across the South. Yeah. Like Domino's is. I would thought to be in a most precarious situation maybe it ever has been, but it's still going like a juggernaut. In order to alleviate staffing issues, Domino's is also rolling out an applicant tracking system to make it easier to apply for openings. They're also unveiling an operational best practices uh, mission statement to eliminate unnecessary time-consuming tasks like pre-folding the boxes. I don't know how that's unnecessary unless the boxes are going to arrive 
folded, which would be an enormous waste of space. Well, maybe they're just folding them as they make pizzas as opposed to sitting there for an hour folding a thousand boxes like that dude in the commercial. I mean, the way that we did it at the hut was the two broads that were up there answering the phones when they weren't getting calls, they were folding Folding boxes. boxes. And when the drivers didn't have anyone coming in, they were folding boxes. And we always had, it was never a problem. We always had boxes to the fucking ceiling. So I don't know what the hell is going on with them, but... I'm I'm really surprised, go with the people that don't want to work, um, and the people that would say, "Why do I want to go work for Domino's?" Which could be considered. I feel like if someone says, "I I drive pizzas for Domino's," we have this stigma like that, that's like a stoner job. Whereas if you say, "I drive for Uber," everybody's like, "Oh, you're your own boss," <laughs> you know. But that's not fair. I don't think that's true. But that, I feel like that's what people think. The well, is. yeah, I think that's just because pizza delivery guy has been uh, a, an almost punchline joke for coming up on 50 60 years now it's just I guess it's been an established position that has been portrayed on tv and movies and and commercials for so long as whatever it Maybe is that's why they can't hire anyone to do it and is they don't get treated like a shithead by everybody it's just it's kind of a weird spot to be in um i know that a lot of the pizza places around my way it's an older dude a guy sometimes it's the owner you know it just depends on on who's around and who can drive and so it's Definitely not the stereotypical pizza delivery person that shows up at my door. Yeah, my, I love my Domino's guy because I know him, and I, I get a different Uber Eats person every single time, and half the time they don't give a fuck. Half the time they put it on the neighbor's front step. They, yeah. don't, they don't care. There's little accountability. It's an older Asian man, and he delivers. He's got the hot bag. He's got the pen ready to go. He hands me my shit with one hand. He knows that I have to sign it with the other. Like, he's just got the whole thing down, and it's a seamless process. There are so many benefits to being a regular customer somewhere. I want to kiss his bald head oh, every time I so see great. him. Come here. Come here. Let me get a, <laughs> let me get a piece of you. Um, are you surprised Domino's is still this successful in this uh, day and age? <sighs> I don't know. I think they've done a great job of adapting as far as when they had their whole remaking their Jesus. menu sure. and also or remaking their pizzas and then expanding their menu. They've they've offered so much stuff in order to, I guess, kind of keep up with the other places or even the local mom and pops that do the crazy menu of a thousand different items. They kind of have kept themselves in the game, I think, based on what I've seen. Um, and then they have a ubiquitous advertising campaign, it seems like. I feel like I, I can't go an hour without seeing a Domino's commercial somewhere, depending on what channel you're on. Monstrous advertising budget. Um, here's one of the things I can say I don't like about Domino's is that they have done the same thing that Dunkin' Donuts has done and something that KFC tried and then rolled back, and that is they don't like something about what they're associated mm. with, so they try to bamboozle us. Into- Dunkin' Donuts is Dunkin' Donuts. Right. You can put Duncan on the outside all you want. That's the name of the blind guy from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. You're not fucking fooling me. Domino's is Domino's Pizza. Suck my dick. You're not Domino's. You're Domino's Pizza. And KFC, I loved it when they finally figured out. Oh, it makes me so happy. Fuck it. We're Kentucky Fried yeah. Chicken. It's what everybody wants. So I don't I don't like that gag when these companies try to get away with that. Yeah, I'm still, I think what was the rationale for KFC was because they didn't want the word fried associated with their food when they when they switched down. It wasn't even trying to be hip. It right. was a, oh, well, if people say KFC instead of fried, that means they'll think it's healthier. Or it was some sort of you know, marketing voodoo. Cares. Yeah. Nobody and it was just like, look, cares. if you're making good chicken, somebody's going to show up. I, Make the sadness bowls for the rest of our lives, please. It's one of the things, I, I mean, I don't like Burger King at all, and I'll never order there, but I respect the fact they have never gone that, hey, get a salad from us. Hey, get a Mick Cafe. It's like... 
Friendos, if you're in the area, make sure you visit Commonwealth Dry Goods in scenic Old Town Fairfax. They have the very best in local candles, peanuts, gifts, chocolates, olive oil, hot sauce, along with ice-cold cheer wine, and both types of music on vinyl. You can check them out on Instagram and Facebook at Commonwealth Dry Goods or order online today at CommonwealthDryGoods.com. We have to talk about Bucky's. Um, it's the most important part of the trip. I'm moving to wherever that Bucky's is. Is it Seaverville? Is that yeah, what it was? Seaverville. I think that's where it was. Yep. Nobody will look it up, but that's fine. No, that's, that's, I've, I've been looking at it all day today. I Seaverville. know, but that's one thing like Brock and him what used to do. Like he'd say something and then look it up. And what Tor does is he just stares off into the distance and hopes everything ends soon. Um, the fucking Bucky's is new, the one that we went to. Uh, it had opened up in between the year we went out there last time and. This one, and they're actually building a second Bucky's closer to uh, Gatlinburg, which is Crossville. Crossville, thank you. Yeah, thank sorry. You. Where's the new one? If you don't mind looking that up, Ant Man. You see it off in the di- first of all. They do the bit where how many billboards do you boys think that we saw? Oh, like 25. ten, like at least fifteen. Oh. Can you can you talk into the mic? I, what is it going to take? You, well, I am talking. You're not. You got to get right up on it. Oh, okay. You're wearing headphones. <laughs> right. You can hear yourself. Like the south of the border. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the the marketplace going out of the Outer Banks. I forget what that's called, but there's just like mm. watermelons, pumpkins, right. apple yep. pies. Yep. Um, Tor, I was getting a little nervous because some of the bulletin boards said, um, "Ain't no potty like a Bucky's potty because a Bucky's potty don't shop mm. or stop." They were like actively advertising, "We want you to shit here." Um, sure. Which I don't like um, on the side of the road specifically. Well, it's yes. supposed to be a holy establishment. Agreed. Uh, well, well, Seaverville is going to oh, be the you. new one. That's the new one. Yes. Okay. All right. I knew it was one of those two. It's you, on a fucking massive plot of land. Dude, I'm looking at it right dude, now, dude. Dude, <laughs> it's it's going to be ridiculous. Here's, here's what I'm going to tell you: We ain't ever going to Nashville ever again. But we go to Gatlinburg. It's going to be a one way trip for shoot. Yeah, I ain't fucking coming back. And a, a tour, Jester. I hope we can get you up on the hook, get you on the Zoom, and keep doing episodes because that's the only way it's going to fucking work. Um, you see the sign. Uh, the sign is what do you think? A million feet tall. It's got to be. It was the biggest. Oh, yeah. It was the biggest sign that we saw besides we the sign yeah, 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 for yeah. sexy women and sex toys or whatever. There was a lot. Was. There's a bunch of sex shops on yeah. the way to Nashville, which is kind of weird. Big dildo stores. Yeah. Um, Probably for the bridal showers or, or the um, maybe. Oh, yeah. I maybe didn't even it was. Think about I didn't think about that. Yeah. a lot of sex toys, uh, fake butt cheeks, things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so you you pull off. You see the exit and the, the things way up in the air, like the bat signal. It's like the Eye of Sauron. That's what it looks like. It <laughs> yeah. looks exactly like the Eye of Sauron. You're like. Oh, shit. And you look off to the left. You got to exit right and come across. And you look and you're like, it can't be that big. Like, it's, I know it's supposed to be big, but it can't be that big. And you're just, it's building anticipation the whole time. Because you've been seeing, they start with signs a hundred miles out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'd already been driving for like six hours, seven hours, something like that. And we start getting close. And uh, we pull off the exit and pull across. And there it is on the right. And the first thing I notice is somehow, there are two other gas stations on this exit. And the first thing I wanted to do was fill up champagne bottles with gasoline, jam a rag down, and then just throw them both into the... What the fuck are you doing? Like, One was a travel center. It, it was called, it was was called a travel center. And it had like a Blimpies and like a cell phone store. And you're like, what? Who the fuck needs that? Like how, as soon as you saw them put one shovel in the dirt and say a Bucky's going to be here, go fucking take a class at glass blowing or something. Like figure out something to do with your life. The Bucky's has had its own water tower right next to this giant beaver dildo thing above the air. The Bucky's is its own ecosystem. Like it's, I can't even explain. So you pull in, 
Seven million gas pumps. I mean, I told Joe to go count them, and he said, I can't count that high. Yeah, it's too many. It's you know? 120. It's 120? It's 120. It's not even the biggest buckies. I don't even, I don't even <laughs> think it's the top five buckies. I think the ones in Texas are all bigger. There's than one that, in know? Texas with 240. There you go. Jesus double Christ. The size. Double the fucking size. <laughs> yeah. We pull in. Neil's like, well, you're not going to leave the car at the pump, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, only 30... Gas pumps were taken 30. at that point. There's, there's, there's <laughs> gas pumps everywhere. Gas yeah. pumps for everybody. There's a football field. In every five feet, there's the doggy bag, like with the bags and the place to put the shit. Like, yeah. there's just, they have thought of everything. There, there's nothing this place doesn't think of. Sure. Pull in. Gas is a dollar cheaper a gallon than everywhere else we saw. It was, yeah. what was it, 2.30? Joe yeah. Joe got gas at Bucky's, and he said, Dukes, I think the fucking pump is broken. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. broken. I literally thought, because it, it was, was way too cheap. to fill a Tahoe. 30 bucks for half a tank. I know this is yeah. going to piss some people off, but it was like when Trump was in office. Yeah. And like, the gas was so fucking cheap. <laughs> Shut out of here, man. So Sorry. Fucking, <laughs> I've been waiting for this my whole life. I fucking knew it. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> It was like thirty bucks. Like we had, yeah. we had a quarter of a tank. Joe filled it up for thirty three dollars. It was unbelievable. We walk in. Neil's still hanging out by the car. Who the fuck? <laughs> are you guys moving the car? I, I think the lights are on. Are Did you leave the lights on? You guys are pricks. <laughs> oh, you thought the lights? <laughs> I forgot about that until just now. God, my brain works in weird <laughs> ways. <laughs> Neil doesn't know the car. The car lights stay on a little while after you get out of the fucking car. You didn't know. Sure. So we um. <laughs> We walk in. He goes, Dukes, your fucking car lights are on there. You're going to drain the fucking battery. You're going to go back out there. I mean, no, they're going to turn off. Don't worry about it. I don't, I don't know about that. So. <laughs> Do you have a defense, Neil? No. End of the mic. It's just easier. No, I don't have it. That's exactly You're what I said. You're goddamn right, you don't. You're exactly. fucking wrong. And I was thinking about You're getting a, a flat wrong, top. You're fucking wrong, Neil. Yep. I heard it. I saw a stack of Bibles right in front of you. You get a stack of Bibles. Upon further review. <laughs> yeah. We I walk dare past, you to throw that red they flag. Got, they got a big brass statue of Bucky oh, as you yeah. walk in. And Joe like immediately that. jumped on top of it. Good I did. I, I love him. Like, we wanted to take, like, a group photo. I wanted to kiss him. I don't know why you didn't. You wouldn't be the only one. I guarantee that. We go in, and what people don't show you is, it, it's um, I've only seen the convenience store part of it, which is incredibly impressive. There's mm-hmm. just acres of fucking acres of snacks. Like they have all their own snacks, right? Candy and jerky, chips, sure. whatever you want. The but then they have every soda. name. New the brisket whole, on the, the sled. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm moving too far ahead. God damn. Sorry, I'm steamed up. I gotta go back right now. <laughs> Amen. It was whatever the punchline of the joke is. Amen. Yeah. Oh, why so. the long face? Like that's it's just, it's just what he does. <laughs> Neil's right. They had a, a wall of soda where it's like all your normal sodas and then Bucky sodas, oh. like blueberry mm-hmm. cream soda and cherry vintage cola and all this fucking crazy shit. They got all the fucking slushies. They got a whole slushy fucking wall. The bathrooms. You can't say enough about the bathrooms. I, I mean, they must have an army of motherfuckers cleaning these bathrooms. Immaculate. Because it's every pig on the planet pissing, shitting, sure. fucking, sucking. They have the walls in between all the urinals. So, like, you get around the pervert, tapping the foot, leaning over. Uh-huh. Um, each urinal want... had its own hand sanitizer, too. So oh, you could, like, clean your that. hand before yeah. you go in and touch your thing and then General, clean it on the way think... out. And then you have your own room. 
If yeah, you want to use shitter, the toilet, oh, you have yeah, your yeah. own room. The shitter do doesn't go all the way down. Like, the door doesn't go all the way down to seal off the floor, but there's only, like, four inches. Sure. Yeah. And it's it's just unbelievable. Like, J- Jimmy could bloop twice, and that would be how much the clearance is in between <laughs> the bottom of the door and the floor. Yeah. And it goes around in a big horseshoe, so it's like urinal, 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 sinks all in the middle, shitter's on the back, and then urinal's out the back. I like that structure. Now, there were a lot of occupied signs I saw. A lot of shitting. <laughs> oh, this yeah. facilitated a lot of shitting, I think, as people felt emboldened. But that's a when you walk into the bathroom, they have like beautiful artwork on sale. Like I almost bought a piece yeah, of a whole I almost bought a piece setup. of art at Bucky's. Beautiful tile that it's, it's beautiful decorated. Tile. You oh, yeah. yeah. five star hotel. Beautiful. Like a Cracker Barrel was classy. That's what it looked like going into the shitter at Bucky's. Okay. I've shot dope in a lot of bathrooms. I've oh, never Jesus been in one as Christ. clean as this. And I've been, and I've snuck into some really high class places. It's really depressing. I'm just saying I've been in a lot of bathrooms. Makes, makes me really and this sad. one was the best damn bathroom I've ever been in. Oh man, there's no floorboards. Jester had to pull up in this bathroom. That's what my yeah. happiest part about. It. <laughs> no black mold. <laughs> no carpet. You get back to where like the bottled sodas are tour, uh-huh. and it's just forever. It's it's just there's so many. There's there's brands I've never seen, and then there's there's an area of sour candy and gummies oh. that was so big. So so Bucky comes out. Like Bucky the Beaver. Oh, yes. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. And he's dressed like Santa Claus. And like the, he has a handler. And they're trying to take him around to all the kids. Mm. But I'm like, fuck that. We need a picture with Bucky. Like, we yeah. got to get it right now. We need that. I start looking like a pervert. Like, it's, it's imagine if it was like Pam Anderson standing in the bar <laughs> that you get a drink. And me, I, I've never been a Disney fan. So I never got the, 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 the why kids got so excited right. to see Mickey Mouse. What about 40 year old Asian man? Who the hell cares? <laughs> <laughs> But now I understand, because when I saw Bucky, I was a little kid. I was like, oh, my God. I agree. It's him. So Joe was too panicked. He, like, he, like, the, he, he was spazzing out he went, a little bit. Oh! Yeah. Like, all the air left his fucking body. And then there was this little shit kid taking up all his time. Yeah, yeah. I, it took all the restraint in the world to not front kick him in the face. Oh, my <laughs> God. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, get the fuck out of the way, I was, kid. I was about to be sympathetic that he might have had a sensory overload. That happens to kids when they see the very the kids I had a sensory overload. It happens to 40-year-olds. It happened to Joe, too. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, Neil and, and Joe are with me, and I say, there's Bucky. And I turn to Ant-Man, and I go, Ant-Man, Bucky's over there. Let's go get a picture. And he's got a cart. <laughs> And he turns back and looks at me. He goes, "Hey, hey, hey!" Am I lying, Amy? No. <laughs> my brain, my brain was malfunctioning at that I, point. I look at it, man. His, you know, his eyes are usually like like pink slits. Sure. Like there's not enough allergy medication on Earth to make a man's eyes look correct. His eyes look like the squid in Twenty Thousand Leagues Under. The, they're as big as I've ever seen them. I say, "Hey, man, Bucky, we're gonna get a picture." He goes, "Hey, hey, hey, hey!" And then he turns back, and I see him just, he pushes the cart into a fucking, like, wing stack. Uh-huh. And, like, just smacks into it, and then he just starts, like, just looking back and forth <laughs> at all the fucking, he was a mess. We tried to get from the front of the store to the back, and he kept just, like, going off on a 45-degree angle, like, running into people and running into his place. I'm like, hey, man, how many times did I tell you, straight shot, big man, just head towards the back? <laughs> 50 times. <laughs> he saw the fudge. He there saw the fudge, fudge just, but he goes, cookie dough. Goes, Look at the fudge. <laughs> <laughs> There was beaver nuggets. There was jerky. There was candy and gummies. Get, and get, some, air. get and some air. Get some I mean, air, pal. It was they emotional. had everything. How many kolaches I brought did they home have? Jam. You didn't know what they fucking were. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what kolaches were. We had to go back for round two because you know what kolache was. <laughs> he starts grabbing beaver nuggets. He's like, who wants one? He's throwing them over his fucking shoulder into the fucking bag. He ain't got a picture with... with with Bucky because he left 
reality for at least five minutes. <laughs> I couldn't help it. That was in the. He found his heaven. It's yeah, the candy I was in the, the aisle with the jam and the candy. He, yeah, he goes, <laughs> look at this marmalade. <laughs> hey, got Bucky's marmalade. <laughs> I brought three things of Bucky's jam home. <laughs> Dude, just from traveling to where we walked in to the back, he. It looked like it was somebody on crack fucking. If he and, then, and they call them buggies. Like they're, they're so nice there. The guy goes, "Sir, are you done with your buggy?" And I was like, "Oh, I am indeed." He goes, "Let me take that for you." And he oh. takes it up front, and leaves it. Nicest people in the world. Ant Man's buggy looked like there was an earthquake going off on the fucking Richter scale. Like that's what it looked like when he fucking was driving around. I go, hey man, just fucking go straight. Like we'll make a big swoop and we'll come back around. He's like, "Dukes, the fudge balls. Look at the fudge balls." I mean, silly question here, but this is over three figures that he spent in that restaurant. In that, um, in that I can't speak each day. <laughs> I yeah. spent I spent a two hundred twenty dollars the first day, and I spent okay. about one hundred and thirty dollars the second day. Yeah, I spent one forty the first time and one twenty. Or they buy a lot for Riley. He's buy Riley Dolan. He buys a lot for Riley Dolan. Sure. Yeah. So not pocket watching, just like trying to get a better dude, gauge. Dude, and for it wasn't even. The, the, and, and by the way, one forty is you could. That's the equivalent of like three hundred fifty here. In Northern Virginia, you're not like everything's cheap. A t-shirt is twelve bucks. Cheap, yeah. Like, all the food, all yeah. the drinks. Like I had three fucking giant bags of shit, and I'm like, the kid, be, it can't be what you're saying to me <laughs> yeah, right, right now. I brought home so much stuff. My dad thought it was five hundred bucks, and I'm like, nope, no, two fifty. Here you go, you old bastard. <laughs> yeah. You think with the prices they would pay their employees low? No. There was a sign out front looking for work, and they gave the hourly rates. They were higher than mine. The managers make six figures. Oh, I yeah, was like, yeah, I gotta yeah. quit my job at Amazon and work it for Bucky's. Was the general I manager work. in the two hundred. The general managers yeah. are two hundred thousand dollars a year, and then the fucking like shift managers make six figures, and then the shitheads that are just sitting there checking everything out, nineteen bucks an yeah, hour. 19 yeah, to nineteen fucking bucks that's an hour. That's insane. Well, yeah. already think everybody's happy to work there. Yeah. yeah. Because they're like, I'm going to be able to provide for my fucking family working at this mm-hmm. goddamn bucket. And by the way. Service is and great. full benefits. Full benefits. And, <laughs> yeah. and then they're making so much money. Like, I can't even imagine how much money they're making. We're fucking there on a Monday at noon. It's packed. Packed to the rafters. We start looking around. And now it, it becomes the impossible task of what do I want to eat right now? Oh, God. Because yeah. there's just so much. We didn't The prepared foods. There's a burrito guy. And what they do is they're just sitting there making the burritos and the tacos, and they're wrapping them in front of you, and they're just sliding them down. So people are just grabbing them. Yeah, so they're fresh. You grab fresh them, they're fresh. Fuck. Yeah. Because there's constant motion. There's someone grabbing them. They're just getting empty the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And they have breakfast shit all the time. Um, Neil, what is the name of that breakfast burrito you got? It was called like a turtle taco or something. It's, it had a strange name. There was, there was the hippo, the beast. The hippo, that's the hippo. it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It's yeah. called the hippo. Yeah. Like, like, you're getting all that shit, and then they have a, a jerky bar that has, like, every type of jerky you've ever seen in your life, and they just pick it up fresh, and they wrap it up for you like a butcher. There's a picture of me where I'm trying to blow this dude. <laughs> in the Middle Islands, instead of, like, you know when you go to fucking Wawa or whatever, there's, like, grapes and, like, a yeah, bad turkey yeah, sandwich. Yeah. There's there's charcuterie. It's, like, venison, pork, beef, sausage, three kinds of cheese, under cellophane, $6. Yeah, and they I, make it themselves. They I make believe. it right there. I got a cup of venison sausage with three different kinds of cheese with pretzels on the top. It was like three bucks. Yeah, I had the jalapeno summer sausage. It's the best. A couple different types of cheese. The best snack I've ever had. And in the middle of it, there's the barbecue joint. And the barbecue joint has got 100 people working there, and they're all wearing cowboy hats. And they'll pull a big fucking brisket out of the smoker. 
What, what do they say? Like shirt coming off here, boss? Fresh like what do they the say? Board. Fresh biscuit, fresh brisket on the slab. <laughs> Not biscuit. I know you love it. Fresh if it was biscuit, biscuit on the slab. And they all go biscuit on the slab. They yeah. all yell out like it's the military. Like one yeah. guy yells it, and then the rest of the crew fucking yells it. The and you surgical hear it. team I'm, comes I'm on in. the phone with Jimmy. I'm like, Jimmy, are you at Bucky's? He's Jimmy, like, where the yeah. fuck are you? And then in the background, I hear fresh bris- brisket on the slab, and I'm like, oh, you really, God wish, you really wanted to be a biscuit. I do want to be a biscuit. He hates brisket so much. It was, I mean, oh, they had so many fucking, and so they have sliced brisket, they got chopped brisket, they got uh, pulled pork, they've got fucking, they just have everything, and they're making the sandwiches and just sliding them down these chutes, and then the rednecks are all just grabbing them and putting them in their fucking bags and then walking away, and then you can just eat them right there, like you can just fucking eat the thing right when you're walking around oh, yeah. the store, that's where Joe got the hash browns and made him squirt. They had a brisket, oh. egg, and cheese taco that oh, was a Jesus fucking Christ. 10. It was so good. Yeah. They, I mean, they... They had everything you could think of. It, it, and there was a million people in there, and it was a one-second one no. wait to well, check right out because there out. was a million ch- cashiers. And if you want a shirt, they're never out of, like, they're never out of double XLs. Three XLs. Like, they, have, they, have they three had three XLs. XLs. Like, they had all these fucking, they had these pajamas, and I was like, oh, I wish they had my wife's size. And they did. They had everything. And then when Joe is fucking sitting there shitting, like, I realized he's a pig and he's disgusting and I'm, I'm never going anywhere with him ever again, of course. But like, yeah, why would you? <laughs> but I'm like, why wouldn't if you had even thought you had a, a micro desire to shit, you would do it here where you have privacy and the music's playing. And it, by the way, it didn't smell bad. And there was 15 no. fucking disgusting guys shitting in that toilet. Yep. And you didn't smell a goddamn anything. No more odor than a hot biscuit. It was fucking oh, it was so glorious. It's a, it's a, it's like heaven on earth. And the I retail, mean, the, best the place retail ever. is fucking ridiculous. Like they don't even have just they have they have acres of Bucky shit and like everything Christmas you could ever fucking want. Like Christmas shopping that I've never seen anywhere else. Like they have merchandised everything. They had a million ornaments and like a million mugs and a million shirts. <laughs> everything in every color. But then you got up front and they're like they're from Texas, so it's like all fishing gear, all hunting gear. Like they have got amazing shopping. Like yeah. you could just go there. It's like if Walmart wasn't the shittiest place on earth and everyone was happy and they had delicious food. It's disrespectful to even call it that. Like it's not. And the layout was perfect. I, I remember um, we lo- we were at the frozen food area, and they had they placed the cooler right there, the portable cooler. All oh, right, yeah. It was like this is perfect marketing. So if you wanted to buy a fucking turkey stuffed with crawfish, like fucking in- injected with Cajun seasoning, uh-huh. you could buy it and put it right in a cooler and take it with. Yep, you. they had chicken with boudin stuffing. They had chicken stuffed with shrimp and crawfish. They had it was unbelievable. They had everything you could ever want. This seems like a company that finally had a. Uh, we've talked about this before. You just need a company that has like a normal person in the room. I said, "Hey, you've been on. What, ro- what the fuck are we doing? You've been in a road trip. What do you want when you're at a convenience store? Like? They are like, the Chick Fil A of oh, every absolutely. fucking thing. Absolutely. It reminded me a lot of Chick Fil A, where I was like, every business on earth, like they should take the federal government and they should say, go talk to the motherfucker the running the Buckies, <laughs> yeah, because. They have a million people working for them. They have a million customers. They have a million different voices at yeah. all times. Could not be more efficient. And when we got out of there, like, the, the fucking ladies checking you out are incredibly efficient. Yeah. Yeah, everything bagged yeah. out. We had bought $300 worth of shit that had it bagged out out the fucking door. They had cotton candy fucking... <laughs> <laughs> fucking breath mints. Oh, yeah. I showed him and then he goes, oh, my God, I've never used a breath mint. Give it to me. By the Give way, it to me. I ate, I ate 30 of those things oh, today. They're so goddamn delicious. Of course you did. Dude, they got, so Joe walks by, and I I, I was walking around with this Bucky's wrapping paper, and I'm like, look at this. And Joe goes, holy shit. Dude, it's for the Christmas presents. And I'm like, 
Yeah, Joe found Bucky's gift bags. Like they just have Bucky's oh, yeah. gift bags and like tissue, and tissue paper. Yeah, all this shit. You're like, why wouldn't you sell that? Like, why wouldn't you? Fl- right. You could throw their brand on. They throw their brand on fucking everything. Everything. They had Christmas shirts. They had New Year's shirts. They had Thanksgiving shirts. They so much kids. Can you imagine being a kid in that fucking place? Oh my god, it would be. A, I felt like a kid. In and that. I know. And I Mark would have bought me more than one thing because everything was five dollars max. Yeah. They. I mean. Tour, they had coolers. They had every, everything you could imagine. <laughs> and they came had. back to reality, I would say, about halfway through it. Okay. About halfway through the fucking trip. There was no talking to him and Bucky's for about the first <laughs> yeah. 15 minutes, I would yeah. say. It was a complete overload. I, I, I was just... I mean, it was... I, I wanted to die right then because I knew I'd never be happier. It was so amazing. A little taste. Good Lord, I'm okay. Yeah, okay. come like, on. Yeah, a little get taste. some of that yeah, in there. When? When? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't said anything in 10 minutes. Fuck, coward. Well, you guys to, are... Does Jimmy want some? Does Jimmy want some? Weller? Yeah, why not? I want to die on the way home tonight. Thank you to Bobby Double O. Oh, Ain't nothing Jimmy at home for me. <laughs> I'm talking for you. You've Jimmy. already been to Bucky's. Yeah. Oh. Um, I would drive. I would drive the seven hours to get just go to Bucky's. I was gonna say something, but Amen is so passionate. Like I was what like, am what I am I gonna, gonna say? Gonna this lesson. Yeah. yeah, he's so hey, passionate. Tour. Have you ever heard of a kolache? Kolache? I have not. It's a Czechoslovakian. Get in the mic. Get in the mic, please. Czechoslovakian pa- soft pa- soft buttery warm pastry, oh, either so filled with savory. Filth. Or sweets where it looks like a Danish when filth. it's sweet. Oh my god! I but had, it was so funny had, because Neil. Eats, so Neil. Neil gets a brisket sandwich and a kolache, uh-huh. and it's one of those routines where I look at him. I'm like, "Hey man, that looks pretty good." He's like, "Yep." And then I look to the left and I look back, and they were both gone. Oh, good. Like for you, he Neil. just destroyed yep. both of them. Yep. And the sandwich was Jimmy. Did you get the big brisket sandwich? Oh, of course, right? Of course he did. He'll buy that for himself. Oh my god! He'd buy a beer for his friends. <laughs> it was his birthday present. So fucking. Um, so fucking. Uh, we, we Neil gets this kolache, and Joe's like, "Oh Neil, the kolache. Oh, I just want you to tell me about it for the next two hours." <laughs> I was excited. There's a million billboards that say like, "Hey, kolaches, that's what we're known for. Make sure if you go to Bucky's, you get your kolaches." Uh-huh. We go there, we leave, we're driving back, and Neil's like, "I think I might get me another kolache." Naomi goes, "What's a kolache?" <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't fuck up on the way back though. I got three tacos and two kolaches. Ah, there I am, Anthony kolaches. Yeah. yeah. And I made sure to get the brisket sandwich. That, that was, was smart. Delicious. That was Here's smart. the kolache. And then he squirted Zero. it into the toilet at uh, Tippy's Tacos, by oh. the way. Yeah, here yeah. he comes. It's the kolache. <laughs> yeah. Zero. Can you Zero. please, if you don't mind, tour update the production? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you guys, how many different kolaches did you get? I, I had the apple kolache, and I had the strawberry uh, cream kolache. I wanted to get one of every kolache, except for I had already gotten one of every taco. Oh, yes. And that holds you back. I, I was nervous because I was like, man, this is a lot of eggs. Cheese and long car it's a ride, long trip home. And if I have to have, ask Dukes to pull over so that the I can squirt, no, yeah, and, and it's going to be a bad ride home after that. So I'm I just going to stick with three and get a couple kolaches. I felt he's he's stuck in the kolache mode now. So I, <laughs> sure. I felt the first stab of diarrhea thirty minutes after we left Bucky's. <laughs> thirty minutes after we left Bucky's, I said, "You ain't Holy the only one." <laughs> shit, on the way home or the way on the way home. Ooh. So I was like. We got another six hours in here. Like, I don't know what I'm going to fucking do. And so I would clench. The wave would dissipate. And I'm like, okay, thank God. Let's talk about something else. And then Ant-Man starts telling us a story about (laughs) how one time he had to shit so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
he was driving from New York down to D.C. He pulled up on the side of the road, and there was a guardrail. And he fucking hung his ass over the guardrail. <laughs> You're lying. No, that's I, gotta be a lie. I swear God. to God, I was I was coming down the Jersey Turnpike, and there there was oh there's no traffic there. There was traffic. Could probably find the spot, but <sighs> but any stop off the Jersey Turnpike is going to be a disaster. Uh-huh. And it was late at night, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going to pull over. I'll open the passenger door." And I'll just slide down the guardrail a bit. I had uh, some fresh McDonald's napkins in my fucking car. Oh, my car, God. And I was like, I'm just going to sit How on How cold this. was that guardrail? Oh, I almost froze to it. Like in, in Christmas Story, when the kids get stuck. Sure, yeah, sure. My butt Same cheeks, thing. My butt cheeks were stuck to the guardrail. Same level of wholesomeness. And I, I fucking just got her done and then i had to those, those let me tell you mcdonald's napkins aren't pleasant i couldn't believe you uh, could unclench enough to get that done out there like i'd have such stage fright i i i was a little fucked up i'd been okay. doing a lot of cocaine oh, all right oh, there you go. and okay. i just had to get it out of me and uh but yeah but i'll tell you what all i could think about after that is the guys that are getting pulled out of jail to pick up the trash on the side of the highway oh, that's, that's you. <laughs> are going to come across this and know exactly, that ain't no deer. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to know I probably have done that at yeah. one point. <laughs> what what kind of a relief was it when it was done? It must have oh, been like next it was, level relief. Oh, it was a fucking amazing. If there was a highway camera, I'd pay so much money. <laughs> Can you imagine? To see him in his twan days with that hair. And just the, the fucking big the giant goddamn, door. yeah, the pompadour. Yeah. <laughs> Or the big 90s sweaters with the horizontal stripes. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> thing about Bucky's was, in, in summation, um, it was very strange to have nearly 10 years of anticipation of going to a place pay off and have mm-hmm. it not only that, but it exceeded your expectations. Yeah. And then I, I don't know how you boys felt, but I honestly, I sort of God, I left that place feeling better about humanity and about the country. I said, if this is what America is all about. <laughs> If you're interested in buying or selling a home, there's only one person you should call, and that's Joe Azer. You can reach him at 571-989-2937. That's 571-989-AZER. I'm telling you guys, that Bucky's place is amazing. I walked in really not knowing what to expect at all. I knew it was something special. I knew it was something that Dukes was really into. I mean, you pull in and you see the tremendous amount of gas pumps. And then the line of people that I was in just to walk into the store, when those doors opened, I mean, it was it was overwhelming. I didn't know. I first walked into the section where they're, they're selling all their accoutrement. So I, I see all that, and I was like, oh, that's not quite what I was expecting. And then you get past that, and you get to what is a grocery store with all the tacos and burritos and brisket sandwiches and pulled pork and holy shit. God damn it. It was, it was it was really exciting. But the trip overall, it was a fun time. I would never pass up an opportunity to hang out with the boys like that. And, you know, I get to do my bit where I, I disappear when the check comes. It's fun. It's fun. But it is the Christmas season, and that means tonight, 7 p.m., the Holiday Nanny live on Facebook, 7 p.m. It's going to be free for everyone to watch, and it'll be your bonus show that'll be posted for the subscribers. Uh, most likely Sunday, maybe Saturday. Well, me and Tor figure it out. Special shout out to my guy, Hot Man Ted. He's been our show sponsor the whole month of December. That was a birthday present to Dukes. Very, very generous. And my guy, Joe Azer, looking to buy or sell a house. 
Hit him up. 571-989-AZER. That's 571-989-2937. All right, guys. I got to get out of here. I got a lot of prep to do for tonight's show. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, if you want to follow the shows, chaddukeshow.com. You get your episodes there. You get you get anything you need there. All the social posts and those specifically. Again for tonight, the Hoot Nanny. Facebook.com backslash the Chad Duke Show. That's 7 p.m. Tune in. We're also going to have your opportunity to get the Hot Tuna Fishing Club t-shirt. And the Chad Duke Show Christmas ornament. Only during this show, people. So if you can tune in, you'll get the link. You'll be able to buy it. All yours. That's it, though. Show's over. No more sales. Uh, you want to follow the show on Twitter? It's at Chad Dukes. Instagram, it's at Chad Dukes Show. Let's not forget about Commonwealth Dry Goods. CommonwealthDryGoods.com. Candles, candy. Get your Christmas presents there, people. It's a small business. Support them. Support Dukes. Support Princess Dukes. And we love you for it. All right, guys. You enjoy the rest of your day. And I'll see you later tonight on The Hoot. And if the good Lord is willing and the creeks don't rise, we'll see you back here on Monday evening. Roll out the...